This is a reminder you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Welcome back to Encounter with God, where we get into the 20 million movement. 20 million people all studying the same passage of the Bible at the same time right here on the Faith FM Breakfast Show. You can be a part of it. That's incredible. It Just is. to think you can be joining part 20 of a, million people. A worldwide movement mm, of Bible as, study. As big as Australia, almost. Almost, yes. Even bigger. It could Sabbath school is even bigger. It could be. It could be as big as Australia. It could even be bigger because we don't know exactly... But 20 million is the conservative estimate. Hmm. And our Faith FM audience could bump it over the line. This is true. This is, we've got a potential 4 million audience. So, you know, potentially we could bump it across the line. This is exciting. It wow. is. Mm. It is. Okay. All right. So, uh, the, debate is on. To? the debate is on. Yes, we have the Let's great debate to today. The great debate over the daily. Now, everybody who's listening, in fact, <clears throat> There's probably one person out there who knows what we're going to be talking about this morning. <laughs> and one person's going, oh, yay, they're going to talk about the daily. And everyone else is like, what on earth are these guys on? <laughs> we, we really need to explain what we're talking about here, Lyle. Okay, so let's go to Daniel chapter 8 and let's do a little bit of a summary. In Daniel chapter 8, we have a vision of a ram, a male goat, with one horn that becomes four and then a little horn. This mm. is a parallel of Daniel 2, Daniel 7, Daniel 10 through 12, where you have the sequence of Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome. And of this course, is particularly because, looking at Medo-Persia and yes, Greece. because Babylon's basically finished. Yes. Uh, when we come down to the little horn, which of course is Rome, because it's you know exceedingly greater than the goat that goes before it, um, the Bible goes on to describe what takes place in verse 10. It says, And it grew great, this is a little horn, even to the host of heaven, and cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and stamped on them. Verse 11, Yes, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host. That's Jesus Christ. And by him the daily sacrifice was taken away and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. And so very clearly here, the Bible is taking us through to the time of the Roman Empire, the time when the Prince of the Host, the Prince of the Host of Heaven, which is Jesus Christ, uh, is taken down. Mm. Now, there's an interesting phrase here in verse 11. Uh, it says, By him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. Now, I'm reading from the King James Version, and one of the things that is unique about the King James Version is because it makes an attempt to be a as close to po as possible a word-for-word -word translation, whenever it adds words into the sentence uh, to, to where it feels that it needs to have a word added in there, uh, it places that word in italics so you can see where it's been added in. Which is very helpful. Yes. Very useful. Particularly for my argument. Hang on a minute. You're, 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 you're trying to win the debate right off the Before it no, even gets started. Yeah, no, Before it even gets started. Okay, so you will note that um, there are a number of words here. So if you're wondering about what I'm talking about, dig out a KJV and you'll see which words have been added in. 
The word sacrifice having been added in here. Just saying it's not in the original. It isn't. Um, okay. So the question then is, is this. If the word sacrifice is not in the original, is the word daily an adjective or a noun? Okay, so if it's if the word sacrifice should be there and the translators have been correct, then the word daily is an adjective. If the word sacrifice should not be there, that turns into a noun. Mm. Well, it's certainly certainly got the article there, so it's the daily, um, which which makes it it points towards the fact that it's it's a noun. And not just an adjective, mm-hmm. um, but the the uh, the really important thing is it is it just focusing on the the sacrifices or is it more than the sacrifices? Uh, is does it have to do with the whole priestly work? Uh, so so or has it goes, got nothing to do with sacrifices. Or that that's true. <laughs> so it depends where which side you're going to be arguing about. Okay, so I want to make this statement. Up front, right at the beginning. Sven and I are going to take opposite views on this, which will make it fun. Um, as Christians, I think that we need to be mature enough to recognize that there are times when we can differ and yet still agree. Indeed. Um, the important issue is that while Sven and I ta- are going to take two different ways of arriving, we're going to take two different ways of, of arriving at the same Conclusion. Now, now, you are assuming that I'm going to take the opposite point of view. Well, even okay. before you, you, I, well, you know, hey, whichever view you take, I'm going to take the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care which side you take. Okay. I'm going to take the opposite. You're going to take the opposite. Uh, okay. But the important thing is this: this is not a subject. This is a great subject to have a friendly uh, discussion. discussion over. Yes. These kinds of subjects are not something that we should dig ourselves our heels in on and declare each other heretics on just because we come to the same conclusion through a different route. Even though our roots vary, you know, the two different options that you have here are completely opposite of each other, mm. and mine is right. Uh, <laughs> no, mine is right. Um, this, is, this is not somewhere that... It's not an issue over which we should create division. It's not an issue where we should say, well, this person, you know, they're off on the daily, therefore they're a heretic. I'm not going to have anything to do with them. Mm. It's not something we should be fighting over. So, but it can be why fun. don't we dive in? All right. So, first of all, I would say, looking at the text right here, it, it talks about this little horn. It grows towards the south, toward the east, toward the, the pleasant land. So, it's coming somewhere from the west. Yes. That's the first thing. So, it's pointing towards Rome. Yes. It, it's not, um, it's, it's past Greece. It's it's pointing towards Rome. I think the next thing, which is really significant here, it says in the King James Version, uh, it waxed great even to the host of heaven and it casts down some of them and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. And, and love, this reminds me of a passage, a text in Revelation, uh, which talks about the dragon casting uh, stars to the ground, hurling stars to the ground as well. So uh, first of all, behind this power is a satanic force. Yes. It's, it's Satan himself. Definitely. But the, but the other thing too is, it, it's talking about the host of heaven, the stars, um, and from a, a comprehensive 
a biblical perspective, this means that this power is starting to rapidly head into the spiritual domain. Okay. Um, if we were to, and, and this, is, this is very good context that you take by going to Revelation, but if you stay within the book of Daniel itself and you take your context from the book of Daniel before you go to the book of Revelation. Yes. So start in the book of Daniel because that's our immediate context. And, of course, we have the principle of repeat and enlarge. And so what we saw in Daniel chapter 7, we should expect to see repeated in Daniel chapter 8. Indeed. And if we go back to Daniel chapter 7, in verse 21, the Bible says, I beheld in the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. Yes. Now, we know from our study of history that this was something that very, very literally took, took place, place on earth. Absolutely. It, Persecution it, of the saints. Yes. Yeah, so we're dealing, with, we're dealing here with events that are taking place on earth rather than events that are taking place in heaven. But still, <laughs> but still, it's a focus on the spiritual. Because oh, yes. it's the saints. And we the, agree on These that. are saints. Uh, the biblical concept here is people who are set apart yes. by their faith in God. Absolutely. Um, so, so there's obviously a connection. Uh, between yes. between the angelic hosts, between the saints. So so this power is focused on a spiritual warfare. That's right. And, and that's what, very important. The context is really significant. <laughs> and when Jesus came, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. Yes. And so when Satan attacks people here on this earth, he is attacking the kingdom of God, which is that's a heavenly right. kingdom. Yes. And this is really important in the context. I'm setting the stage. All right. All right. Okay. Very good. We are um, so far finding some common ground amongst context, although I'm fearful of where Sven might go yet. But anyway, uh, what else do we find when we go back to this little horn here? We've got some uh, interesting observations that we've got to make in relationship to, you know, not just the host of heaven. And, okay, let's talk about this King James Version word host means a large group and often refers to an army. So the army of God, the kingdom of God, God's people, God's church, often described as an army. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. It's important to make that differentiation because the word host is used in a couple of different contexts as we work our way down through this passage. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but but here it's the host of heaven. Host so of heaven. So we're not. No one's going to, we're not going to question whether this is uh, an evil host or a righteous host. We know it's a righteous host. From it's connected with God. Yes. Connected with heaven. And it's got nothing to do with somebody who um, hosts a radio show or um, hosts people over for a meal. No, no. It's it's old a, English. Old English. A host of a host of an army. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, host of people. Host of people. Exactly. So, so this this um, power magnifies himself even to the prince of the host. So, the prince of the the host, the 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 um, the ruler of the army. And if you go later on, it talks about this power um, magnifying himself, standing up against the prince of princes, uh, lord of lords, king of kings. Uh, this is by by simple um, exegetical or simple analysis. This is Jesus Himself. So this this power is focusing on the spiritual. 
This is it's a spiritual challenge here that we're looking at. So if we were to look for context within the book of Daniel, we would go back to Daniel chapter seven and verse say for instance verse eight where he has, you know, a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and we noted that that is basically claiming to be God. That's right. That's right. If you were to look at further context outside the book of Daniel, you might find, you know, the man of sin, which is another name for the Antichrist, who exalts himself and, you know, sits in the place of God as God, etc. Yes, yes. So this is the context that we, yes. we see. We come to this really important uh, uh, phrase uh, here, a couple of phrases. By him, the daily sacrifice was taken away and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. By him, the daily was taken away. So we are looking at a power which is concentrated on attacking God and what he is doing. No that, that is the context we're looking at. We agree. Absolutely. 100%. Fantastic. Let's Fantastic. disagree. Let's, let's <laughs> head into this. So, so now I have to start putting out my case. Or are you going to put out your case oh, first? You, 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 you go for it. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. Now, well, let me think. The right way of doing a debate is to give the invited person the right of reply, isn't it? Okay. So you're the invited person. Yes. Okay. So here's... <clears throat> all right. So I'll go first then. Um, <clears throat> that way you get to um, hear truth first. <laughs> truth will come later. Wait, be Okay, patient. so here's what I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue that the word sacrifice has been incorrectly added in by the translator, translators, and that it doesn't belong within the context of this passage and that this is not actually talking about the sacrifice. It's talking about something else. Right. Which is further defined when you come down to verse 13. Okay, so if we remove the word sacrifice, and we have to remember this has been added in by the translators and very clearly admitted to because they've placed it in italics. They're like, yes, we've added this in. We, th- we, we think this should be there, but we don't know, so we're going to place it in italics. It's not a word that's in the original. So if we add that in, what it does, or so if we, if we take out the word sacrifice, the word daily, which simply comes from the word continual or continuance, um, speaking mm. of that, something that is always there, mm. um, it ceases to be an adjective that is you know, describing the sacrifice, and now it becomes a noun. So it actually becomes a thing itself. Mm. Okay, so let's say that it becomes a thing itself, and if we move on to verse 13, you have the same... Uh, concept that is repeated again, where it says, Then I heard one saint speaking unto another saint, which said to that certain saint which spoke. So you've got two saints speaking with each other. Angels, effectively. How long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot? Mm. Okay, now the host here is in the context of the sanctuary. That's right. So this, once again, is God's people yes. being trodden underfoot. Um, and be- that's important because in, in another place we're going to have a different context for the host. All right. Once again, in this verse, there are a number of added words. The word sacrifice is added in again. Again, yes. And by adding the word sacrifice in, it has changed the word daily from a noun to an adjective. Hmm. That's significant. If you reverse that and say, no, the word sacrifice should not be there, the daily becomes a noun. Yes. So it's a little bit like, let's say you're talking about, you know, um, 
let's say you talk. Let, let's think of a, a noun. Let's think about a forward. That's a noun, or a ball. A ball. Okay, a ball. House. Let me run with a Ford. A Ford car. Mm. It's going to work well for my illustration, I think. Um, <clears throat> you know, how long will be the vision concerning uh, the Ford? You know, how long is Ford going to survive for? Now that Holden is gone, um, the Ford and the transgression of desolation. So let's put the Holdens in there. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Ford and the Holden, and then for desolation, we put uh, motor companies. Mm-hmm. So when it says, when you take the word sacrifice out, basically what you've got is two different kinds of desolation. You've got yes. the daily desolation, and you've got the transgression of desolation. Correct. Okay, so how long is the vision concerning the daily desolation and the transgression of desolation? Or the daily and the, you know, the word mm-hmm. and in there gives you two different kinds of desolation. The Fords and the Beholdens. Yes. Yes. Motor companies. Okay. Right, I've probably gone over everybody's head right now. It's easier when you put it up on a PowerPoint screen. Um, <clears throat> but you've got two different kinds of desolation. Yes. The two different kinds of desolation here are treading underfoot God's people. Hmm. That's that's, that's, what that, they, yes. that's what they do, and so what we then do is we look at the context. We go back to our our, our model, which is Daniel seven, and we ask ourselves the question: In Daniel seven, are there two different kinds of powers that tread underfoot God's people in Daniel seven? And the answer is very simple: there are, because when the little horn comes along, he is described as being different, diverse. Yes. From the other nations and empires that have existed before him. Babylon, Medo-Persia, and Greece. So you have these political entities that are driven by pagan religions. Correct. That tread underfoot God's people so that we know about the Babylonians doing that. The Persians even do it, you know, on and off. Um, the Greeks do it when they sacrifice a pig on the altar in the in the temple. The Romans do it. They oppress the Jewish people, etc. So God's people are oppressed by pagan political nations. Then you've got a different kind of entity. The Bible says it's diverse, different from the others, because this one for, arises from within Christianity, mm. and it also persecutes. And so, you know, paganism and rebellion against God has always existed. It has existed since, you know, the very beginning, since Cain was here and his descendants. Um, it has existed all the way down through. It exists today, and we can place it under the broad category of paganism. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, what we're looking at here is the paganism that was treading God's people underfoot that passes down through Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Then you have this other one that comes along. It's described as being the transgression of desolation. Now, when you have the word transgression there, that's the word sin. Mm. So this is a desolation that has come about by people who know the truth or who were righteous and they sin. In other words, what you're going to find is Christians accepting and blending together elements of paganism and continuing the persecution. And we find that when we go back to verse 9. Uh, sorry, verse 10. No, verse 11. I'll get myself right there correct. Find yourself in this passage. He magnified himself even to the prince of the host, and by him the daily, and I'm going to say the, the continual paganism 
that existed down through the centuries was taken away. Now, what's very interesting here is that the word taken away comes from the Hebrew word rum, and it means absorbed. Right. So you have this new entity that comes along, and rather than being pagan, it absorbs paganism. And as it absorbs paganism, it creates this worse kind of paganism in a way that then goes ahead and desolates God's people. What's interesting is when you get to verse 12, it says, A host was given him against the daily. Here, this is not a host of God's people. This is a host of uh, this, this is a host that is given to the little horn. So this is not God's host. And so you've got an army that is given him against the daily. And so what you're going to note is you're going to have warfare between a form of Christianity that has absorbed paganism and traditional paganism. And the form of Christianity that has absorbed paganism is going to uh, is going to um, is going to win. It's going to destroy paganism, and so within a few centuries, paganism, you know, traditional paganism as we know it, is going to vanish from the world. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and by reason of transgression, it practiced the truth and it prospered, etc. Okay, so I'm probably out of time and I need to give Sven um, a right of reply. But first, we're going to listen to Laura's story with Immortal Invisible.
You're listening to Laura's Story with Immortal Invisible. We have another clue for our quiz, Sven. Okay, so here we go. I reigned as king over Israel for two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David. So it's a rival king. Who might that be? 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 to get your copy of If You Can Eat, You Can Win Souls. It's fantastic. Make disciples. Make disciples. Same thing. Yes, same thing. Same thing. No, really good. So it's my turn. Yes. Okay, so you, you've you put your case forward. Well, I'm going to we, – we are agreed. We agreed this this term uh, daily is a uh, – typically it's a adverb. Um, 